0: peanut butter and jelly shoes. I'm Caitlin. I'm Tiffany. What did we watch today, Tiffany?
1: Today we watched something we've been wanting to watch for years.
0: And thanks to the magic of YouTube, we found it again. (laughs) We
1: did. We watched The Chipmunk Adventure. Yay!
0: 1987. 1987. Animated theatrical release of The Chipmunks adventuring, I guess.
1: Yes, adventuring around the world. Oof. A global adventure. A tour de force.
0: Wow, it was a thing.
1: I was so into this movie. Like, I, as we were watching it, I was, like, oh, lost. I think that as
0: a child. Well, and as a child. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: I watched this many a time in my childhood.
0: Same. Yeah, I was always playing, they always would do the, like, Tuesday afternoon movie during the summer for mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. On the regular cycle. Yeah. On the rotation. So I saw it a lot, and it was good. Um, And I have thoughts and feelings about it now that I've seen it as an adult. I have a
1: lot of thoughts and feelings. I would like to start with the um, comment that Sandra got a title credit credit all to herself. A whole card. Sandra, the designer of the Chipmunks and the Chipettes.
0: Yeah, the opening sequence is so dramatic, It's epic. It's very epic. It's, like, the sweeping, very 80s sunset sky over Los Angeles.
1: Yeah.
0: You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's, like, gradient, like, purple, blue, yellows. uh, With a lot of
1: glitter sparkle over the water. Yes,
0: there's a lot of sparkling, and then, like, there's this really loud, like, classical music track it's yeah. playing over the Chimuk Adventures, <laughs> and then it was like character design by Sandra, and huge curse of 80s letters. It's fantastic. Only Sandra. I looked up Sandra.
1: We, I have a lot of questions for Sandra.
0: So Sandra, you would think, oh my god, she's so good, she has one name. No, Sandra started designing less than 10 years before this movie started. Uh, her first gig was apparently on Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo Adventures-
1: if she made Scrappy-Doo, she's got a lot to answer for.
0: Yeah, she did a lot of those, like, awkward Hanna Barbera cartoons. Mm-hmm. Then she did the Chipmunks uh, series, the reboot, in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of it. And then she died in 1998.
1: She probably was able to support herself pretty handsomely
0: <laughs>
1: with the money from designing the Chipmunks and the Chipettes, don't you think?
0: But here's the she's like at the point of this movie she's like six years into her career and she's has the balls to be like no I'm just gonna go by Sandra I don't know man I mean this I don't know how I feel about this well woman. I feel like she
1: had to have been older when she did this cause if this movie came out in 87 and she died in 98 Maybe she
0: died of a cocaine overdose. We don't know.
1: Sandra lived hard. She did. <laughs> She's I would too. Blowing all the chipmunks' money right through her nose. Apparently, like I'm sorry, Sandra's family. R.I.P. Sandra. <laughs> but like, I have she has a lot to answer for for the chipmunks because what the fuck are the chipmunks?
0: What are okay? That is the giant question that haunted us through this entire experience. What are like? I know what they're called, chipmunks. Yeah, but they're they're. Human child, well, not even human child size. They're They're
1: toddler size.
0: Yeah, they're like the size of a three-year-old. But they look like humans.
1: And now I don't know about you, but have you seen a chipmunk? Because I've seen a chipmunk. I've seen
0: chipmunks. They're tiny. They'll fit in the palm of your hand. They're like the size of a rat. And they're brown, and they've got a stripe down their back, and they're squirrely.
1: They don't look like these things.
0: No, chipmunks are, like... But, like, it's creepy that they're designed to look exactly like human beings in every way except their noses.
1: Yes. (gasps) Yes.
0: That's it. But everything else about them is they're just, like, little tiny white children.
1: And then it's weird because the scaling like fluctuates so dramatically for them in this movie. Like when it opens, and Dave, their legal guardian or parent or whoever he is to them, like their weird living dad, like he's packing to go to Europe for an undisclosed reason for an undisclosed job. Yeah, because
0: you know one of those business trips that takes you to all s- seven continents. He's like, like I'm just going over to Europe. A week. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: so he's packing in these, like, fabulous pleated chinos, because I'm pretty sure Dave is gay. Oh. And uh, so he's packing, and Alvin wants to go with him, and he's, like, grabbing onto his leg, like, trying to fit in the suitcase, and he, he grabs onto his leg in a natural position, and he's, like, at his thigh.
0: Yeah, he's, like, the size of a large dog.
1: Which is weird. And then after that, like, you know, much later in the movie... Alvin and his female counterpart, Brittany, are fighting over an apple. And suddenly the apple is, like, the size of their heads. And it just is inconsistent, Sandra.
0: I don't like this. Yeah, Sandra, get your shit together. And
1: no one ever comments or makes, you know... Highlights the fact that they're animals.
0: No, so like, are
1: they supposed to be animals, or are they people with but, weird noses? But they don't
0: look like other like the only other kids, the only other child we see in the movie is like the weird little Egyptian
1: prince. Yeah,
0: more on that later. Yeah.
1: Holy Put a shit. pin in that. <laughs> right.
0: No, but like he does, he looks very different than the chimps.
1: But like, no one ever addresses the fact that these are animals. Then they just treat them. I. I just don't understand this world. No. I guess it was easier as a child to suspend my disbelief and be like, yeah, sure, okay. These are little animal creatures that are being treated like people and they speak perfect English and it's, like, normal and fine. And
0: no one is alarmed by them.
1: Even though all the other animals we meet in this movie don't speak English.
0: No, there are other animals in this movies that aren't... Like, do chimunks exist in the universe of the chimmunks? Like, the actual chimunks?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Because there's, like, a weird thing where, like... Like, I know in like the Disney universe with like Mickey, like there was a con- like I-, I saw something that was like there there was like an actual like mouse as we know mouse a mouse, <laughs> and it was like scurrying around and like Mickey and Minnie were like eek, a mouse but I'm like you're mice oh god I what don't is like that? this
1: what is ha- I don't understand cartoons
0: no, I don't think you're supposed to I
1: guess not.
0: So Dave is like a, we also were trying to figure out how old Dave is supposed to be.
1: Right. I feel like he's gotta be 30.
0: Right. But I feel like he's like 80s 30, which means he looks 48.
1: Yes. He also, he's drawn, he looks like every man of that age in cartoons at that time. Like they, oh you could you could take Dave out and put in like someone from Gem and the holograms and you'd be like, Yeah, it's the same character. They looked exactly the same.
0: Yeah, he's like a, a bachelor living alone with three non human children. <laughs> in a huge fucking mansion. In a mansion in the middle of like what is presumably a really nice part of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. They don't explicitly say they live in L.A., but all signs, they live in Los Angeles. Well,
1: they literally live in Los Angeles, I think, because at the end, there is an actual sign when they're going to the airport that says Long Beach and then, like, airport. That's
0: right. Okay, so they did yeah. establish geography.
1: Yeah, sort of. I think this movie had a tenuous grasp on geography.
0: And, we'll end everything.
1: Right. Geography, physics, the world, time, space.
0: So, wait, anyway, so the premise is, as Tiffany was saying... Sorry, yes. No, no. Dave Seville.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's his last name yeah i
0: because they showed it uh-huh he's going on a mysterious business trip for his money job he's a businessman mm-hmm. question mark but like he's like i'm going to europe for a while mrs miller is your babysitter who is i don't think an established character in the chimix universe but i might be wrong
1: but god bless mrs miller and,
0: like as soon as she so she's like this elderly woman who's blind and deaf and sweet as can be, but like has no concept of time or space or who she is or where she is.
1: Right. she's a mess. She
0: walks in the door and Tiffany and Amelia goes, "Oh, that's me in 10 years.
1: If I'm lucky 10 years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she walks in and like no one can hear, but it's like play- like her disabilities are played as a joke.
1: Yeah, she's looking for them in the first place. She looks as like the broom closet. And like, they're sitting upstairs, and they're clearly shouting, like, Mrs. Miller, we're up here. And she's like, where are you, Dave? And she's, like, opening the linen closet. I want to
0: know how she knows Dave. They don't ever Maybe she that was
1: Dave's name. babysitter.
0: Aw. Yeah, probably. I don't know. They're far enough apart in age. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave has this huge, crazy house.
1: Yeah. How
0: old are they? the Chimo's supposed to be?
1: I have no idea. I mean, I'm assuming... Ten ish,
0: okay, maybe around that area. Okay,
1: what do you think?
0: I don't well because they're chipmunks, so they probably have like a six-year life expectancy.
1: But those are actual <laughs> real-world chipmunks you're referring to. These are human chipmunks. So do
0: they have like a human lifespan?
1: Because otherwise, know. this
0: is a real dark
1: universe. <laughs> well, there are a lot of dark. We get into human trafficking. We get into um, sex slavery. Sex slavery. We get
0: into the uh, diamond cartels.
1: There is a lot going on in this movie that is dark. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Indeed, a lot of inappropriate racial racial stereotypes.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. This that made me is me uncomfortable. So of its time. It
1: is of its time.
0: No. The the kids are so. After Dave goes to Europe, uh, the Dave the Dave stays. The, <laughs>
1: the chipmunks.
0: They meet their friends, the Chipettes, who appear. We know nothing about their home life or their no situation. or where they
1: came from.
0: I was all, I always thought that they were like mrs miller's kids but i guess not that's i don't know what they Uh, are
1: they're like cloned from the chipmunks in a lab because they're like identical it's like that it's like that 80s cartoon thing where if there's a guy cartoon the female version is identical to them but like wearing makeup makeup and they have a ponytail
0: yeah it's like i love that era of cartoons where it's like all female creatures like even if it's like a badger in the forest like Mm -hmm. in order to communicate that it's a female badger because somehow that's important
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it has lots of makeup on and a bow on its head
1: and eyelashes because
0: we know that's how they are in the wild right Right.
1: (laughs) well i mean you can't see us but caitlin and i are both wearing big bows on our heads right now just to let everyone know we're women
0: no because otherwise how would you know i don't
1: think they could tell no
0: one can tell i
1: think when i watch i'm gonna take the bow off do i look like a man
0: excuse me sir how did you get in here (laughs) Wait, I'm
1: gonna put the bow back on. It's, oh, thank God, you're back. It's okay. Me.
0: Okay. I hate that's one. Of, I ha- that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah, it's people say that stupid. to babies. Mm-hmm. I hate that when like a newborn baby is born and they immediately be like, oh, is it a boy? Put a baseball cap on it. Is it a girl? We're gonna put a bow on its head. Like, but it's like a not, potato with eyes.
1: Not like a little bow, like that giant like Ann Getty's like head bow.
0: I don't like. It's like it. the
1: size of the baby.
0: It's like we have to know the gender immediately.
1: Oh my God. If I ever
0: had a baby, which I won't, but if I did. I would be like, don't do that. Like, it just make, it bothers me.
1: If you ever had a baby, you would just dress it all in black.
0: It would be a goth baby. It would be a
1: goth baby. There aren't enough goth children. I haven't seen a goth baby ever.
0: I mean, the baby in in Adam's Family Values is a okay. goth baby. That's gonna be my child. Perfect. Yeah.
1: But I agree with you. It was there's a whole scene later on with penguins, and one of the penguins waddles out, and I was like, oh, look, that's the mom, because there's eyelashes on it. On yeah, a fucking penguin. It had,
0: like, blue... Because, remember, this was 1987. <laughs> so it had blue eyeshadow and big false eyelashes. And that's how you know it's a female penguin. Because oh, otherwise, boy. how would you know? You wouldn't. And it's important to have these distinct, distinctions. It's
1: so important. So Alvin and Simon and Theodore... Uh, Well, mostly just Alvin is, like, upset that he doesn't get to go to Europe, too. He really wanted to go. And so now they've met up with the Chipettes, and they're living out their Europe fantasy by playing a video game called Around the World in 30 Days.
0: They didn't have the rights to
1: 80 days, apparently. (laughs) Which we are pretty sure is in the public domain. Well,
0: I also think they were trying to take into account, like, oh, it's more modern technology, like, you can easily get around the world in 30 days nowadays, whereas... When it, I, I'm overthinking it.
1: You are overthinking it because they were still, the mode of transportation was still hot air balloon. True. So I don't know if hot air balloon technology has advanced to cut it Fair. in, like, thirds. Well, it,
0: it ups the stakes. 30 days sounds more, it sounds sexier. It sounds, like, faster and, like, we have to rush, whereas 80 days feels leisurely at this point.
1: And we needed more sex in the Chipmunk Adventure for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so they really had to amp it up.
0: Oh, God. Well, some of these animators, though,
1: woof. Yeah, so they're playing this video game, and, like, we don't really know where they are, where they're playing this, but, like, at a table next to them is, like, this very stereotypically, like, are they German?
0: I feel like she sounded like Miss Bianca from The Rescuers.
1: Okay. But,
0: like, I don't know...
1: They're no, in-
0: Klaus and, well, Klaus that, that, and Claudia. That is
1: they're of indeterminate origin, yeah. but they are older and they're in the same establishment, like smoking cigarettes with their little Yorkshire Terrier dog, Sophie, who's amazing.
0: Yes, you love Soshi because you have a Yorkie. Sochi. I
1: do have a Yorkie. Um, but yeah, so Klaus and Claudia are somehow in the same place and they're like. Losing their mind over the fact that their diamond shipment isn't... Their $5 million diamond shipment isn't going to get to Jamal on time or something weird. Yeah, they're
0: like, oh, we have all of these diamonds that all of these people want to buy, but we have no one to deliver them. And then I'm like, you guys do nothing but lay at the pool all day. Why don't you deliver the diamonds? I don't know. I'm
1: sure she had a private jet.
0: So they were like... She
1: owned a cape.
0: She owned a cape. And a pool and a wardrobe for her pet.
1: There was an indoor tanning salon in their home.
0: Yeah, they're, they're loaded.
1: Don't tell me she didn't have a jet.
0: No, do they not have a jet? But, like, yeah, so they have, like, a thing where they're like, oh, we have all these diamonds that all these people want to buy, but we have no one to deliver them. What are we going to do? And then they overhear a group of small <gasps> children, question mark? Like,
1: I mean... Small things. Small <laughs> animals.
0: Sentient animals mm-hmm. arguing about how they want to travel around the world.
1: So they're like, wait, I've got it. <laughs>
0: let's let's recruit these children. We don't know anything about their family situations.
1: Mm-hmm. We're well, t- to be fair, maybe they didn't think they had families because they're fucking animals.
0: That's but they're, they're wearing they're they they were in clothes. They had doesn't... quarters for the arcade machine. Fuck. Someone must be providing for them. <laughs>
1: Every time I think I have it figured out, I have ten more questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this yeah, this is one of those films.
1: It's a thinker.
0: It is. It does, man. We had a lot of debates.
1: So Klaus and Claudia come up with this idea. They're going to, like, wager who can get around the world faster. Because the Chipmunks and the chipettes are very competitive. Yeah. Mostly just Alvin and Brittany. Yeah. And so they're like, I bet you can't get around the world faster than me. And then whoever gets around the world faster is gonna get $100,000, and they have to make 12 stops along the way.
0: Yeah, so they frame it like, oh, we were just arguing about who could go faster, because, like, I think you can go faster, but, like, he thinks that the Chipettes could go faster. And, like, we're betting each other a million dollars, and we'll provide all the supplies, This we're rich people, this is just a game for us. And to prove that you've visited all these places, you have to drop off a doll that looks like you.
1: And then pick up a doll that looks like your competitor.
0: Yeah, to, like, also prove
1: Prove that that you were there. there. Even though, couldn't they have just... You know, if they were smart, and they didn't really want to go around the world, and they just wanted the $100,000, they just Mm -hmm. would have been like, okay, cool. Then they just would have, like, swapped the dolls with each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That would have been funny, man, if they just were like, yeah, they did a loop around, like, like the Hollywood sign, and yeah. They were like we're back. Give me my hundred thousand dollars. Also, these children don't know how to pilot balloons. They're there
1: is no hot air balloon safety training. What? No.
0: Well, they did play that arcade game where they were like moving the joystick to. Pilot the balloons. Well, that's fair. So that's the same thing. And the balloons just so happen to look exactly like
1: the balloons that they had ready to go for them. And do you want to describe the girls' balloon? Do you want how is how did you know it was the girls' balloon? So you
0: know it's the girls' balloon because it's pink and it has giant bows all over it. Even
1: the fucking and the boys'
0: balloon is. Blue. It's
1: blue with no bows. No bows. Because they're boys.
0: Because they're boys. Because they have penises, presumably, but God knows what. Because they're not humans. I
1: don't want to know what's under <laughs> those t-shirts.
0: <laughs> uh, well, they're not really t-shirts. They're like sacks. They're,
1: pa- they're they're dresses. Pajamas.
0: They're like long sack potato turtleneck. They, I don't think like, it's weird because they, like, they put so much, they put an awkward amount of care into the beds clothes. Yes.
1: Well, they're girls. They care more. They're
0: girls. They all have makeup on, too, despite the fact that they're children. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, I don't know. So the, so they get in their balloons.
1: Oh, it's stupid. But your they favorite. They don't know how to
0: pilot them. They
1: don't know how to pilot them. But, like, your we skipped over your favorite part of the movie, where like Alvin knows he's got to get permission from Mrs. Miller to go oh to Europe. Oh my god!
0: I forgot all about it.
1: Because if they just disappear, then she's gonna call Dave, and Dave will like put a stop to it. So in it is such a smart plan that he comes up with. It's
0: legitimately clever. So Alvin decides, okay, we have to. We can't just leave the babysitter. Mm-hmm. First of all, we have no idea what the Chipettes' situation is. They just show up. I on told you house. they
1: live in the forest. <laughs>
0: In a tree stump. Aww, well, they're very fashionable for like troglodytes. Mm. Um. So, so Alvin comes up with this plan that they're going to call Dave specifically at like three o'clock in the morning Paris time, mm-hmm. and they're going to say, "Okay, we have to get him to say a bunch of specific words." And they do so by, like, asking him questions. Like, oh, hey, Dave, because you're all tired and groggy and he's Mm -hmm. not going to question what we're doing. Like, who's in the house with us? It's me and who else and who else.
1: And -hmm. and he's
0: like, what the hell are you guys doing? So they get all the words together, and then the next morning they compile them all onto a tape.
1: Yeah, they edit and rearrange the words.
0: Yeah, so then they play it back so it sounds like Dave is telling the babysitter on the phone, like, Mrs. Miller, like... Alvin, Simon, and Theodore are going to meet me in Europe. Goodbye. And they, like, they, like, fashion it all together, but she's deaf, and so but she's, like, is, like, okay.
1: Yeah, so she just buys it.
0: But it's really clever. It is
1: very clever, and you were losing your mind a little I bit was, I was, because
0: I always loved that part. And then, like, they've smart. got the list of all the words they need him to say, and they're crossing them off as he's saying them. It's
1: great. Yeah, it's smart. It's
0: a nice little moment.
1: And so now they go on their race around the world. Yeah,
0: that's how they, that's their out.
1: That's their out. They
0: go around their race, and then, um, I don't know, then they stop. So the girls go to Bermuda. I think their first Bermuda. Like
1: Fiji, I thought. I don't know. Bermuda. One of those.
0: And then the boys go to Mexico City. <laughs> first <laughs> awkward ethnic stereotypes. Oh, it was
1: uncomfortable. Oh, man, this
0: whole movie is just full of problems.
1: Yeah, it is. Well,
0: and also, like, I'm watching this movie as a three-year-old, a four-year-old, And these things influence you. Because I remember thinking from, like, the first, like, formative years of my life, this was my sole exposure to what Mexico, quote-unquote, looked like. So I remember thinking, oh, it's just like a big fiesta. Yeah, it was a
1: literal party. Like, at first you're worried it's going to be, like... Uh, stereotypical in that all Mexicans are, like, criminals or whatever. What? Well, no, because the the, the guy comes barreling through on a donkey shooting guns in the uh, air. I forgot
0: about that. Hello, I'm
1: not crazy. And so, like, you're like, oh, God, that's the route they're going? And then another guy comes up and he's like, don't worry, we're just about to start our annual fiesta.
0: Like, annual fiesta for what?
1: They don't specify, just their annual party. they just do
0: this once a year?
1: And they just have a party, and everyone's wearing their sombreros.
0: Yeah, because as you do.
1: As you do, and um, the chipmunks dance with Mexican women, and Simon gets stuck with the fat one,
0: of course, because I mean he can't get one of the sexy women.
1: No, because he's the nerd.
0: He's the nerd.
1: Um, and then poor
0: Theodore. This starts the runner of Theodore's <laughs> trying to eat. So Theodore is the supposed like fat chipmunk, even though he kind of just looks like the other chipmunks, but he's like like fatter face. Yeah, and like they whole, they all have this thing where every place he goes to, every time they go to a country. He orders food, but he can't get to eat it. You never get to eat it. Something always happens that mm-hmm. pre- So presumably these children are starving because mm-hmm. poor Theodore is like, I'm so hungry, and he tries to order food. So, but he goes up, of course, in Mexico City. There's a place called oh, well, it was like tacos. It was like
1: Cluck and Taco. Yeah, I and it's a
0: giant sombrero. Oh God!
1: And he get he like leans up to the window to order. And he's like shouting out like I want, you know, like two chicken quesadillas with extra sauce or whatever and I'm I literally yelled at the television. I was like, Theodore, the window is closed
0: And as soon as you said this Simon comes up behind him and he goes, Uh Theodore, it's closed
1: (laughs) Like the window is clearly down. Oh, my God. Well, Theodore
0: is a hungry idiot. He's a hungry boy. He's a moron.
1: I'm also, like, a third Theodore.
0: Well, and also, yes, yeah, Tiffany t- <laughs> identified so much with so many characters. I this.
1: did. I did. Aw. Anyway, so this is also the first song of the movie, which turns out to be, like, a, a musical of sorts.
0: Yeah, this movie is a surprise musical, because it's not you until st- 20-some minutes in that you hear the first song, and it's, like... I don't remember what it's and there. These are original songs. It's like yes,
1: because they blew all their money on one song.
0: Yeah, they got the rights to one actual movie, which or song. one actual
1: song, and then they had to make up all the rest.
0: So this is like. It's kind of it's bad. Uh yeah,
1: it ha- it features the chorus is mostly like i i i. It's like i
0: i i I like you very much. Oh
1: boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but so they're there's having like this grand old party in Mexico City and they uh get their doll, they do their first doll exchange and we're introduced for the first time to who we think are these nefarious like Villains who are trying to steal the dolls from them, and you can tell they're bad guys because one has a gold tooth,
0: yeah, and, it and one has in the an sun. earring, yeah, so you know, gold on the face equals evil,
1: equals evil. And these men were dispatched because Claudia's butler, or manservant, or whoever, like makes a phone call to um, who we presume is Jamal, and he's saying, like, the first stop for the girls is Bermuda, the boys are going to Mexico City, and then he like sends these henchmen after them, and we're like, oh shit,
0: yeah, like, we have to like get these. We have to get these kids. Yeah,
1: we have to get these kids and these <laughs> diamonds.
0: So there's these grown men that are chasing these kids around the globe. Mm-hmm. And this one guy is chasing them through the crowd.
1: Yeah, and but he doesn't get the doll. He
0: doesn't get the doll, he doesn't get he's the kids. He's a fucking idiot. He's terrible. He's
1: bad at his job. He
0: gets side-swiped, like, he his he's, what is the word I'm looking for? He, sidetracked? Sidetracked, like, yeah, something like that. Where, like, he's
1: thwarted. Thwarted. That's a good one. Thank you. You're welcome. Um,
0: he gets thwarted by like a large woman. He accidentally grabs her butt, and she <laughs> she rightfully slaps him across the face. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, I can't, I can't get the dolls now because this large woman
1: slapped me." #Hashtag me too. #Hashtag.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> then the kids fly off, and then the the girls go to Bermuda, and. This is another problem. So they they have to. So basically, what they're doing is dead drops. Yeah. So they've got dolls full of diamonds, and they're picking up dolls full of cash in exchange.
1: Mm-hmm. So all
0: the diamond buyers are just like giving them the money.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. But it's such an elaborate scheme that was set up in under twenty four hours. Yeah. And this, I kept bringing this up to Caitlin because I didn't understand how they had the time to manufacture all of these dolls but it wasn't like they were just making them in the United States because there were 12 countries around the world where like some sweatshop was like burning the midnight oil making these dolls to leave them in these locations for these kids
0: yeah and it happened to all look exactly like the kids and are wearing the outfits they're wearing day of
1: which is just like if they had the time to do that or the money to do all that in that short amount of time why did they need the chipmunks to do this at all
0: Right, if they have enough manpower to make this happen, they can find one person to, like, pick up or drop off these diamonds and pick up the money.
1: And that's the only flaw of this movie.
0: The only...
1: (laughs) So they do a lot of other stops. Yeah, the girl's first one is in Bermuda, and they, like, scuba dive.
0: Yeah, it's like you have to go into a sunken, uh... They go into a shipwreck. Shipwreck to exchange the dolls. Yeah,
1: and then there's a shark, of course.
0: And then chases them down, and that's mm-hmm. what thwarts the bad guy from getting after the the chipettes. Yeah, and then I don't—they just they then there's around. a
1: montage. Thankfully, they do like a montage of like a lot of the countries. We really only see them in like two or three for real. Yeah, they, they went to they show England. They showed England. They showed, English. They showed, they showed Brazil. Brazil. Um, what else did yeah. they show? Paris, maybe. They showed. They showed Rome. Rome. Where's the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Pisa. They showed Pisa. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they, but they, that was all like a montage. That was a quick thing. And then they, they go to
0: Greece, Athens. Yes. And they do a whole thing. where they do the song and dance. Oh, they do.
1: The girls of rock and roll.
0: So, so, so I noticed one thing. Yeah. So the boys, I believe, land the balloon. Mm-hmm. But they land it next to the Chipettes balloon. <laughs> and then they're surprised that the Chipettes are there. Well, they're fucking dumb. <laughs> Like what are you doing what? here? Like, oh, like you.
1: Ugh. Yeah, and
0: then they get in a dance off. Of, okay, so
1: that's it's not, more a sing off.
0: The the thing about the Chipmunks of Universe is that they're apparently rock stars,
1: which is whatever. Don't I you can't. remember?
0: You so you watch the series, right? <laughs> yeah, and how the opening credit sequence is them doing a concert. Right. I remember that very well, and it's like, watch out, because here we come. It's been a while, but we're back in style. That's yeah, I no, I remember. No, so they're apparently rock stars, famous rock stars in this universe, but A, they cannot sing.
1: No, I can't understand what they're singing, and I don't know if that's because I'm old now, or I'm just stupid. No,
0: like, you, you said 60% of the words are intelligible. Yeah,
1: just about, that's and the accurate. rest of it, I need, like, an ear trumpet, <laughs> just to try to figure out what the hell they're saying. Because
0: you are slowly dissolving into Mrs. Miller. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not so
1: slowly, though. Oh. <laughs> things have taken a turn oh, for me. No. Um, but yeah, so they have this epic sing-off where like, the girls do this like whole verse where the only real stuff I catch is the chorus where they're singing, we're the girls of rock and roll. And yeah. then the boys are so fucking smart, they counter with, yeah, well, we're the boys of rock and roll. They're Oh, woof. And then you got real heated over uh, the discrepancies of statues and artwork that were around Greece at this time.
0: No, they're racing around the uh, Acropolis in a, a nice set piece, I will say, but then they had, like, Rodan statues, and then they had, like, gr- like random Roman statues that were scattered around in the, the Pantheon, or the Parthenon. That's Excuse not how that me. works.
1: no. Yeah, it's not how that works. You can take her word for it. She was an art history minor. Major? <laughs> double major? It was a minor. No one cares. I uh, care. No one cares. <laughs> okay. Anyway, she knows her stuff. No, I
0: don't. Yes, you do. No, but it was funny, but... um, So then they run around, and then... Oh, Dave is looking... Because Dave is also there, and he's wearing the smallest shorts I've ever seen. They were
1: less a short and more like a boxer brief worn as shorts. Not...
0: Like, I feel like that's even generous. Like, you know when you walk around, like... Melrose, and you see like a like a college age girl wearing like shorts that are not even technically shorts. Yeah, that's what Dave was wearing yeah. in the Acropolis, and he's buying I'm Telling fruit. you, Dave is gay. What it's, is his job? It's he. All he's he, doing is what softer. if he's a,
1: f- a fruit buyer? That's a that's a job.
0: A pa- yeah, you've been reading our book club. Right? I have.
1: He's sourcing fruit from th- different European countries.
0: I don't know. I think his job is more nefarious than that. Maybe
1: his job is like he's a playboy that gets sent around to Europe. Well, he's
0: he's staying in these fabulous hotels.
1: The place that he was staying in, in Paris was like a palace, legitimately. Yeah,
0: and he had like the windows open, like the to cliche, the Eiffel Tower, yeah, of course. And he's like, he's it looks like he's staying in Versailles, and I'm like, this guy. What is he doing? He's wearing tiny little clothes
1: and More like, who Greece. is he doing? Am I right?
0: No, that's what it is. I think he's like one he's, of those. He's
1: a kept man. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he he's so stupid though. Because like, he thinks he hears his ch- human chipmunk children singing.
0: He looks up into the sky and he's like, those sound like my boys. But I'm like, who? Literally no one on the planet sounds like... No,
1: and I also, this is another moment, I yelled at the TV a lot during this movie, this is another moment where I uh, was like, Dave, look up, because there were hot air balloons right above his head with the chipmunks and the chip in them.
0: He was doing that frustrating cartoon thing where, like, they if they just either opened their eyes mm-hmm. or looked five feet to their left, they would see what yeah. was happening. Oh my god, Dave, such a fucking idiot. Well, Dave is, like, running up the steps of the Acropolis after there's, like, a light show, the chipmunks and the chipmunks are screaming at each other, mm-hmm. and he's like, I think that I think those tiny children, like, those, those chipmunks wearing clothes might be my kids. I don't know, they might be someone else's children, chipmunks. But they are- That are
1: also singers. But then there's
0: these two thugs chasing after the kids. They trip and fall backwards. They all would have died. And they land on Dave, and they all tumble down the steps to the base of the hill. And they would have, yeah, they would have killed. They're running down marble ancient steps. Mm -hmm.
1: Who do you think lugged all of the uh, lighting and pyrotechnic equipment for the, um, you know, flash concert that they held in the Acropolis? The Athenians. Mm, Fair. (laughs) That's a good point. I didn't think of it. I'm sorry I brought it up.
0: No, because they're international superstars, even though there's no one around watching right, them. Right, right, right. They're famous enough.
1: It's incredible. we got to get on their schedule, because every tourist destination they went to was devoid of any other tourists. Yeah, so They got, brilliant. like, the best pictures. There were no lines. There was no crowds. It's no, the did, dream.
0: They did a good job.
1: Hmm.
0: And where did they go after that? They went Well, to... the
1: girls end up in Egypt.
0: Woof.
1: Oh, this sequence, you guys.
0: Also, by the way, the, the timing is... Askew. Because the boys go to what I believe is South America, which they were already in
1: Brazil. I can't talk about this anymore. So,
0: but Okay, so in the amount of time it takes the girls to go from Greece to Egypt, which is maybe a two-hour balloon flight, because mm-hmm. they're just right across the Mediterranean from each other, mm-hmm. the boys get all the way to South America, the Amazon rainforest.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know well, issues. You know, this whole thing took place over like two days, which is something that is no. It's
0: a, around insane. the world in thirty days.
1: No, no, no. It took place. There's like a thing where Claudia says, like, it's been two days since I've heard from them. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so I'm jumping ahead because we're talking about no, it right it. now. But like right after the girls are in Egypt, they fly to Antarctica. Yeah. And then they make it back to South America while the boys are still in South America. So they presumably done that trip from Egypt to Antarctica to South America in less than half a day. That's right. And there's a lot of shit that goes down in those places.
0: Maybe these balloons go as fast as jumbo jets, because if that, was, if that was the case, then this, was all, this would all be plausible. Like, if, let's say the boys are, are kidnapped by the tribe for a day and a half. Then, then they could go from Egypt to the South Pole, back up to Amazon in a day and a half. But we get,
1: this is, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But this is, like, I feel like, in my opinion, the stickiest part of this movie. Like, the most questionable part. Oh, the Egypt
0: sequence? The Egypt
1: and the South America. Like, this whole, like, 20-minute sequence just made me uncomfortable.
0: So the girls go to Egypt. Yeah. And Egypt apparently is still existing in some weird ancient like
1: they have a baby pharaoh on a throne.
0: They have a pharaoh. Yeah, they have. First of all, this was 1987 Egypt Cairo. Like they still have a sheik mm-hmm. who's in charge who sits on a bed of pillows. It's mm-hmm. very like a Thousand and One Arabian Nights. Mm-hmm. And they, which another thing, it was we immediately could tell that it was voiced by Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. So the little sheik kid, who's Nancy Curry, if you don't know, is the voice of Bart Simpson. Mm-hmm. So it just sounded like Bart Simpson
1: was very funny it was very
0: weird and he's like oh like i like that one i want her to be my bride and i was like oh my god they're children and they literally kidnapped them dressed them up in and harem
1: pants and like yes see-through like they're wearing like booty shorts and see-through dresses and like
0: they're children
1: (laughs) they are at, at most 12 and I think that is generous. That's generous, generous, yeah. I feel like they're closer to like 10. And they're being like, these costumes are like pretty sexual.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're talking about selling them to this child prince, Pharaoh, whatever, Hmm. to marry off. Yeah. And the girls, like, automatically know what's happening, and they're trying to talk him out of it by saying she'd make a bad wife because, like, she can't cook or clean. Yeah, you know. And it. I'm like, how, what kind of world are you children growing up in where, like, your default is to be like, she can't cook or clean, don't worry, you don't want to marry her. Yeah, she's worthless. It's the defense mechanism. Ugh, so, yes. It was so, so awkward. So they're sold, basically. They're human trafficked.
0: Yeah, they're sold into, into they're, sex slavery. Right? yes. And then their, but their reaction to it is just kind of like, oh, I don't want to get married. Mm. Like, oh my god, no, you don't understand the implications. Also, they're not even the same species.
1: No, there's so many questions. I just it irritates me. And then to show his love, he he brings a gift to Brittany, the the uh, pharaoh, and it's a baby penguin. Yeah, that I cackled so hard. (laughs) Because this penguin is in like this tiny little diorama sort of box that looks like a stereotypical sheik's palace with like the pillows everywhere and whatever. And then he's got like this giant pink heart necklace on and he opens it up and it's a locket with a picture of the baby penguin and his penguin parents that he was kidnapped from.
0: Right. First first (laughs) of all, who gave the penguin a locket?
1: Well, someone who, the person who went and kidnapped the penguin first posed the family together to take a portrait, and then, like, went out and bought a penguin-sized locket and cut out the little picture and put it in it. That's fucked up.
0: Maybe penguins are, like, chipmunks in this universe, where they're kind of, like, semi-human and sentient.
1: They didn't speak English, though.
0: That's true. But, like, they all had, each of the penguin babies had a, uh, cradle... That was yep. carved intricately. Yeah. Like, no, we were both laughing. Like, Tiffany especially. Like, when they open up the locket. But as a kid, I never questioned that logic. No, of I was like, not. of course the baby has a photo of it with his parents. <laughs>
1: like, but, like, how harrowing is that? Like, here's a photo to remember your parents by. I mean,
0: good on the kidnappers for letting him keep the locket.
1: I guess. I could have
0: just thrown it away.
1: But so, and then I thought it was funny because Brittany is such a little... Bitch, she was like a penguin. I wanted diamonds. But Meanwhile, we're like diamonds. you've been, you've been sold into sex slavery, and you're mad about getting a penguin. Ugh. Ugh but then God. The, the
0: nice one, whose name we thought was Theodora, which is not. It's
1: Eleanor. Eleanor.
0: Wait, is that a? Oh, I just is that like a Roosevelt joke? Like they're both Roosevelts. <laughs> But I, I mean, they're not you're the married right. I think Roosevelt's, you're right. That's but clever. they're like the cousins Roosevelt's. Yeah. Aww. Aww,
1: I like that. He was my favorite president.
0: Yeah, he was. Mm. Uh, so they. So she cares about the thing, but then the the nerdy one and Brittany have to do a. So, oh, God damn
1: it! This part too. So the the, the prince has stolen all of their dolls. Yeah. And they need to get the dolls back and make an escape, because I guess because she didn't get the diamonds, she wants to leave, not because of anything else. So they find the room where all the dolls are being kept, but it's being guarded by loose cobras.
0: Right, like, because that's how <laughs> Egypt is, is like, okay, instead of just putting this in a in a locked room, no, we're going to put them up on a lit platform, mm-hmm. like a pedestal in the middle of a, uh, of a giant room. Guarded by, as you said, loose cobras.
1: Which here again was another sizing issue because suddenly the cobras were like ten times bigger than the chipmunks. Which is accurate in the real world.
0: Yeah. But what the fuck? These are too big.
1: So Brittany is like, we need to figure out how to get the dolls back. Have you heard of snake charmers? Let's charm them with their music. And then they proceed to sing a song about, like, can you tell me how to get lucky with you?
0: Yeah, they sing a song about fucking the snakes.
1: Fucking the loose cobras.
0: Right. So it's like, oh, we added another wrinkle of creepiness to this film. So oh it's like, God. we already have animal children singing a seductive song, but they're singing this song to reptiles.
1: They're just long penises.
0: Long, yeah, it was very creepy.
1: <laughs> it was really weird. But it's a success, it works. Yeah, they got the dolls, they vanished. They seduced a bunch of snakes? They seduced a bunch Ugh. of snakes. Oh, I've... And then uh, Eleanor ends up smuggling the little baby penguin out in a red igloo cooler she found in the middle of Egypt, right? And because
0: they have no other like I mean, they still live like it's the eighth century, mm-hmm. but they have red igloo coolers. Yes,
1: and so she's like, "We have to take this baby back." And the other girls give her a hard time, but then they do. So they take the baby back.
0: And they sing the saddest song
1: in the world. It is the saddest song. We'll post it on our Instagram page. Will we? I have it. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do that. It's all about, like, missing their mom. Caitlin knew the words and started singing along. No,
0: because I remember that song very much from when I was a kid. It made me cry.
1: It was sad. That whole sequence is so sad. Well, then
0: you add the layer of you realize that they're orphans on top of it. So they're singing a song about missing their mother.
1: The Chipettes, you mean. The Chipettes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so the Chipettes are singing a song about missing their mother. And I'm like, oh my god, they don't have a mother.
1: No, they don't even have a dad, as far as we know. Yeah, so it's, like, extra sad. It's so sad. So they drop the penguins off, and then the villains manage to, like, throw a harpoon into their hot air balloon while they're there, Mm -hmm. and, like, climb aboard and, like, try to get one of the dolls away. The doll rips, some of the diamonds spill out, but thank god the penguins come to the rescue. They, like, start throwing snowballs at the guys so they fall off. And then the girls are like, why does everyone want these dolls? Why do they want to kill people over it? And they realize there's diamonds inside. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, shit. They literally said, oh, shit. No, they didn't. <laughs> She's You're right. Lying. They said, fuck. Uh, but they realize this whole thing has been like a ruse, and they're they're collecting money and dropping off diamonds. And they're like the boys are probably in trouble. We have to go save them. Yeah. Which I, I liked. We both liked that the girls are the ones who figured it out. Yeah,
0: the, the girls are the ones that figured it out and come to the rescue at the end.
1: Yeah. So we've I've been dancing around talking about what the boys were up to this whole time because <sighs> I really don't like it. So, like, while all this is happening, while they're in Egypt, the boys land in an indeterminate place that is possibly in the Amazon. It's
0: very inspired by Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, you take
1: take the lead on this one.
0: So they land in this. The it appears to be like the Amazon, mm-hmm. and they're just like, but I, but who were they supposed to meet? I don't even know. I don't know. So they're like, okay, we got to drop off the thing, um, but there's no one there to take it. So why were right. they even there to begin with? I don't know. So the the, the old cliche that dates it's Indiana Jones. It's uh uh. Oh my, Return of the Jedi, Mm -hmm. where it's like you're in the middle of a jungle. One of them gets kidnapped. They think, oh, no. Like, so Theodore gets kidnapped in the middle of the night. Poor Theodore. He's so frightened. And he's so hungry. And he hasn't eaten in weeks. <laughs> like, he's on death's door.
1: Days. It's But still. But
0: still, that's a lot. Yeah. He keeps trying... and I was, That was another thing I liked appreciated about Theodore is that for a child in the 80s, he sure was a very open-minded eater.
1: Oh, he wanted everything. He wanted, he wanted guacamole.
0: He wanted couscous. He wanted, like... I don't remember what else he ordered. He wanted
1: everything. Yeah, I
0: don't remember what he ordered in Greece. He ordered some, like, Spanakopita
1: or whatever. Yeah. But, like,
0: he was like, I'm like, this is, like,
1: impressive
0: food resume for a small
1: child. Mm-hmm. Back
0: then, even especially.
1: Especially a chipmunk, because they don't eat anything other than nuts and berries normally, right? I would think. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, don't, I presume they're not cannibals or, not cannibals, like, uh... Carnivores? Carnivores, yeah. yeah. Um. So, he's terrified of sleeping in the, their sleeping bags in the middle of the forest. Mm-hmm. And, uh he is like there and the his brothers are such assholes they're like oh my god can and theodore like we gotta sleep and so he gets kidnapped in the middle of the night and then they're all like oh he got kidnapped they go to find him and it turns out oh, they're worshiping like a king they're worshiping him like a king
1: yes um caitlin is generously leaving out the fact that these uh Natives are drawn as like every stereotypical. Like they don't speak any English. They're just wearing like grass skirts. They ha- they are mesmerized by American clothes and money and shoes and music. And they, they
0: don't even speak a language. No, it seems like they just they like just, babble it's
1: gibberish. And they all carry spears. And they live in grass huts. And they're all drawn real ugly and like Ugh, it's Pliny looking. It's, it was awful. It's so uncomfortable. So, but they are worshipping Theodore now, and then they kidnap the other brothers in the morning, and they're like, the only way... Because Simon is like, oh, if I can translate what they're saying. Fucking, you don't know what they're saying, Simon. No one knows who these people are. You don't understand their language. He just so happens to know. I don't like it. But meanwhile,
0: we have Alvin, okay, who is trying to... Like... Bargain? Bargain, like, like. oh, give us back our brother, and in exchange we'll give you pretty clothes, and we'll give you a boombox.
1: he says, make much wampum for you. Uh-huh. And it was...
0: Uh- but then immediately after we established that Simon apparently knows their language. It's like, bitch, why <laughs> didn't you let him speak?
1: Yeah, why do not you take the lead, Simon? Because he's a dick.
0: Yeah, he understands the language. But I, to, there was a, a laugh-out-loud moment for me. So... So, they do the hard, comical, quote-unquote, cut of uh, him being like, oh, we'll give you speakers, we'll give you all this stuff in exchange for our little butterball brother. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, the hard cut to them, like, tied up, like, that didn't go the way we planned, you know? Yeah. But, all, but I laughed aloud, because there was a moment then where they show all the native people, mm-hmm. and they're all wearing Alvin shirts.
1: Yeah, how many the shirts they, did he bring? There were at least, like, 12 different shirts.
0: A, a minimum! But, like, the whole village <laughs> is suddenly wearing Alvin shirts.
1: Oh and I thought that
0: was kind of, like, just the absurdity of the fact that he brought 35 of identical shirts with him
1: on this trip. It was very funny. Um, but everything else about that scene was upsetting. It was upsetting. And then they then they find out that they have to be, they're gonna be human sacrifices. So suddenly, hard cut to, like, them being tied to stakes on a floating rock, suspended above a crocodile pool. Yes. And, like, the main, uh, the chief or whatever, is lighting ropes to the, to where they are on fire, so they're gonna drop down into the pool, and the boys, to try to save their life, decide to sing Wooly Bully, which is the only song they had the rights to. Well,
0: they said to the chief, they're like, oh, like... At this point, they're already screwed. So I don't understand the point of them. Tr- I guess they're trying to buy time, but they don't For do anything. What? Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, well, like any last requests?" And he was like, "Sing woolly, like woolly
1: bully." Which they? How would they know what that is? They'd never seen a boombox before. They'd never heard music before. I don't know.
0: Ugh. Maybe some other explorer twenty years earlier who they murdered.
1: Maybe said the song. Maybe. So
0: they sing woolly bully, to this, and I liked the sequence. Like. As a kid. I don't know about now,
1: but... Yeah. I don't know. The chief is an idiot, and he had, like, two torches that he was dancing around, and he kept lighting everyone on fire. And then
0: they... I don't remember. And then
1: the girls show up and the rescue The girls them. show up,
0: and they pull down a rope, and they... Very feats of strength managed to pull up... All three of the boys, all the stakes they're tied to, (laughs) and the platform that they are tied to. Which literally
1: just looked like a rock. Like a giant rock. Yeah,
0: and like the three, like, tiny chipmunk creatures, like, pull them all up to safety. Mm. Then, they go to the airport after that.
1: Yeah, because they're like, we've been had. Like, we need to go back. So
0: presumably, off camera, the girls explain the situation to the boys. Yeah. Then they're like... They go. They get land at LAX.
1: It just so happens that Dave is arriving home at the same time.
0: Yeah, same time, same day.
1: And Claudia and Klaus. Klaus is the other third of my personality.
0: Yes, Klaus is the uh, unspokenly gay brother of Claudia,
1: who loves drinking Bloody Marys. So it's basically me. Yeah, he
0: was lounging in the pool, drinking a Bloody Mary, and making fun of the dog. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, anyway, so they are all, it's all a clusterfuck at the airport now, because they're, Klaus and Claudia are there trying to get the kids back, the kids are trying to get away from them, while also avoiding being seen by Dave. Miss Miller's on the way to the airport, I don't know why, she's there to pick up Dave maybe?
0: Yeah, I guess she's there to pick up Dave, so he doesn't have know. to pay for another taxi. She's
1: a garbage driver, and I loved it, she's singing a, singing a song as she's driving along.
0: Wait, wasn't Dave in a taxi though?
1: I yes, I don't know why Miss Miller was going
0: on. I was Miss Miller at the airport? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> the second and all final flaw of the movie. Only plot holes. Um, so, it, yeah, it ends up being, like, a big collision of, of everyone at the airport. Come to find out, the guy that was, like, releasing the henchmen mm-hmm. to get the chipmunks and the chippets really worked for Interpool.
0: Yeah, so the people that all along you think were bad guys, and they're drawn evilly, as Tiffany said, like... Gold teeth, man. They have gold faces. <laughs> they have, like, deep-set eyebrows or whatever you were saying to me. They have, like, me.
1: sunken eyes. Like, hooded sunken eyes. They like always overdrawn s- lips. They
0: always smearing. Mm-hmm. And they're actually the good guys.
1: Yeah. Plot but, twist. Yeah.
0: And they work for Interpol, and they're trying to take down these diamond smugglers. And they do. And I guess they were trying to grab the children to save them.
1: Yeah, presumably. I guess.
0: Presumably. I don't know.
1: And then there's, like, a car accident. And then Dave is like, let's all get home, we got a lot to talk about. But he's, like, not even bothered by this, it seems like. He's just like, oh, you guys are
0: here, what? And when, um, not only that, we failed to mention that this whole sequence, the monks are dressed in just loincloths. Yes. And the girls are wearing, like, Arabian Nights costumes. Yes. And no one questions this. And they're just like, oh, boy, well, come on, kids. Like, not even, like, what the fuck have you been doing? And also, like... Dave had a conversation on the phone with Mrs. Miller.
1: (laughs) Which was pretty great. That
0: was kind of funny. It was sort of like, it was like, who's on first situation. It was like, are the boys available? And she's like, available for what? And they're like, to talk. And she's like, I don't know. Why don't you just talk to them? And she's like, Dave is losing his marbles. Yeah. So, I don't know. that was the movie. (laughs) And
1: then it ended and like, everyone was fine. The bad guys got caught. The good guys came out on top. Yeah. Real no... Really no consequences. No
0: psychological scarring. I mean, time hasn't passed yet, but...
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen any of the new Chipmunks movies, but, like, I would be very satisfied if they, like, referenced this movie. <sighs> but Wouldn't that be
0: fun? In the... Re- in the... I have not seen these movies either, but I've seen the trailers for these movies, and I do say that in the new movies, they're appropriately sized. Like, they're the yeah, they're size tiny. of actual chipmunks.
1: What do you think Jason Lee did?
0: Like, who did he... Like Who, who did, did he, he piss off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is these? he in
1: those? Yeah.
0: That's a good question, Jason Lee, if you're listening. Let us know why you did those movies. Yeah. No, there was multiple. Because they... My one thing I liked about them was that they're the best puns. There was... The chipmunks... Um, Oh crap! What were the names of the well, movies?
1: Well, I know the person who wrote Road Chip.
0: Road Chip. <laughs> that's that's barely even a pun. It's just a confusion.
1: <laughs> Wait. Uh there is something about like chipwrecked. I think.
0: Yeah, I think monks. there was a
1: chipwrecked. Um, road Chip. I don't remember the other one. Wait, look but at I think this. there were three, right? The
0: squeak Wall.
1: I Wait, don't there, like there
0: that. There were four total.
1: Yeah, the Road Chip. That's the one where I n- know the writer uh chipwrecked i had a thought what so the
0: male okay default the male chipmunks are called chipmunks mm-hmm. even though all of them are chipmunks
1: regardless of gender or right. sex i mean
0: so if they're chipmunks should the ship be chip nuns
1: oh my god i hate <laughs> you so much I hate you. You're so proud of that. I'm not. You're so proud of it. Your face, you were smiling that whole time. No, I wasn't. You should be a comedian. That's just my face. That's your happy face? No, it's not. Chip monks. I should have known, because you gave extra emphasis to monks when you said it. Yeah. Chip monks? Chip nuns. <laughs> oh, God. Because Catholics, you see. Hey, do you think we should be the Chipettes for Halloween? No. Okay.
0: We don't have a third.
1: Yeah, we only, we only, it's the two of us, we don't have any other friends. No,
0: we don't know anyone else.
1: No, we don't like anyone else. We don't else. even
0: have jobs, this is just all we do all day.
1: Yeah, this is it. Um. So what did you think? Because this was something that we both, like, were so excited to watch, because I think it had a big influence on our childhoods. Like, we both loved this movie as kids.
0: It's real short. I think it was yeah. like 72 minutes or something. Yeah,
1: it's very brief.
0: Um. Yeah, you know what, I actually, while I was watching it, I have a conspiracy. Okay. I think that Disney executives watched this movie, and then for the next eight years of their films, they based based on this film. Mm-hmm. So, for well, example... Well, we talked
1: about The Little Mermaid.
0: Well, yeah, so there was a clear rip-off scene, so when they're, the, the Chipettes are in Bermuda, and they're snorkeling, mm-hmm. they go into a sunken shipwreck mm-hmm. to look at treasure, mm-hmm. and they're startled by a great white shark... Who chases them around and almost gets them.
1: Just like the Little Mermaid.
0: But he's thrown a and everything's okay. hmm It looked very much like the sequence from the Little Mermaid, which came out two years later. Okay. Then... Oh, wait, I wrote it down.
1: Well, but how long does it take for... I mean, I know that movie came out two years later, but, like, from conception, how long did that take for an animated movie? It takes a long time, doesn't it? I mean, they could have
0: added that sequence after. True. So then also, uh, the Aladdin was very similar to the Egypt sequence... The yes. costumes, the snakes, the cobras looked a lot like Jafar when he was turned into a cobra. <gasps> they did. They did. They looked just like Jafar. Oh
1: my god! And Eleanor's outfit was the same color as Jasmine. Yeah, she
0: looked just like Jasmine,
1: except a chipmunk with blonde hair. Well,
0: and then like them like r- like gallop like there was the horseback riders galloping through the desert like they chasing after camels. those on oh, camels. But yeah, yeah. Huh? Like it kind of all like the the look the the color scheme was very similar to Aladdin. Okay. Then, Greece, when they're running around singing pop songs. Is that, like, Hercules, Hercules
1: your favorite? They're, no, not really. It's your favorite.
0: It's not at all.
1: <laughs> Caitlin's favorite Disney movie is Hercules, you guys.
0: I never said that. And it's not by a long shot. It's your favorite. It's your favorite. And then also, um, so the whole thing with, with uh, when they're over the the chipmunks are over the pit with the alligators. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to a sequence in The Rescuers Down Under. Yes! Yes! <gasps> Dude, yes. and all this of these movies came out blowing
1: my mind. between
0: two to seven years after this movie.
1: Wow. I
0: really think they copied some stuff.
1: That's insane. So, I wouldn't have thought of all that. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: So I think that this movie... Uh,
1: Influenced Disney the generation. Oh, it was an
0: apology to um, whatever the name of that production company was.
1: Oh, I didn't write it down.
0: It was like.
1: It's the guy who created the Chipmunks and did was the voices. It starts with a B. Bagdasarian.
0: Yeah. Productions. Yeah. Which we saw a lot of them. Which, by the way, Ross Bagdasarian, who uh, created the Chipmunks, if you look at his IMDb all he's ever done is the chitmucks
1: well you know what where the hell would he need to do anything else
0: that's true but it's like he didn't like invent another property it's all 100% chitmucks like all the way down
1: I mean I get it I do did the guy who created Scooby-Doo do anything else
0: Hanna-Barbera? Did yeah,
1: I don't recognize that name from anything else. They did the
0: Flintstones, they did the Jetsons, no, I they did I think, I think Yogi you're Bear. They I did, don't think so. Yeah, they did all of those. Mm, agree they did the cat, the gay cat, what's his name? Snagglepuss? Plus. Oh, I was gonna say Garfield.
1: <laughs> I didn't know he was gay.
0: <laughs> it's well established that Garfield is
1: on Surely there have to be other, like, huge animated properties that, like, didn't have any spinoffs. Or didn't have not a spin-off, but like that where they didn't do anything. But like,
0: else. yeah, but like I mean, you could say like Scooby Doo, but like Scooby Doo was in was He's part in of Hanna Barbera, which they did tons of
1: other things. Yes, they did. I was trying to be funny. I know. I'm um, sorry. it didn't work. Nothing ever does. I just didn't um, no. I'm just trying to think because I, I feel like this can't be the only example of that.
0: I don't. I because mean, I was even thinking like Don Bluth, but Don Bluth did a bunch of things. What about the Care Bears? Who made the Care Bears? Oh, wait. Okay. The Care Bears, I don't know, but I'm curious. Um, the Care Bears are a group of multicolored bear characters. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia.
1: Yeah, but I feel like, did they? I don't know if they did anything else.
0: Elena Kucherek was known for creating the Care Bears.
1: Were... we're... Oh my god, I did it. She didn't do anything else.
0: Okay, that's fair. Okay,
1: I found one example. We're done with that line of topic.
0: You bitch. You should have thought (laughs) of
1: it. But so, did it hold up for you? Did you still enjoy it? Like,
0: Um, what do you think? I enjoyed it, but it was, like, way more racist than I remembered.
1: Yes. Yes. Like, I was so engrossed in this. I remembered it really well, but Mm -hmm. I conveniently didn't remember how racist it was. So, like, it was kind of hard to watch some of the parts, you know? Yeah. Um, So, it's tough. It's, like, a tough one to review because it's, like, I did love it so much when I was a kid, and I was still engrossed. I think it's still, like, a relatively smart idea and script. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know.
0: It's such a, like, I mean, the and like, we were talking about this, how... Why are the chipmunks popular? Like, what are they? They don't even—they sound terrible.
1: You can't understand them.
0: No, they've been around since I looked up 1958 is when the chipmunks started.
1: And like, I don't dislike the chipmunks, but I can't tell you why I like them.
0: No, it's like I think it's just a—they're familiar. Yeah, I guess. But like, why were they such a hit? Like, what's the what's the hook? I don't know and it, like ugh, the whole situation is weird.
1: It is weird cuz they're not animals but they're not people, but they're treated like people most of the time. They're
0: treated like rock stars, but Which they can't what sing. The fuck?
1: I would not spend money on a concert ticket to go see a rodent perform, although maybe I would. Maybe well, I would.
0: Well, to <laughs> I mean if they were good enough. No, but it's like to your point of how they all sound the same.
1: I think they're voiced by like two people do the voices.
0: Yeah, so uh the well, but, like, the
1: Chipettes and the Chipmunks sound identical. Well... When singing and speaking.
0: Well, there's a reason for that.
1: Is it all the same person who well, does the voices?
0: No, so there's... Two, so, but... So, the the same guy that does the voice of Dave does Alvin and Simon, but the but Theodore also does the same voice... As, for
1: all the Chipettes.
0: So, yeah, so it's Theodore and the Chipettes are the same voice.
1: Yeah. And they don't sound different at all. Like, it's not like that, that voice voiceover artists is trying to you know make the voices sound different no. they all sounded the same they really do uh well but anyway what did you it hold for you i mean yes and no like i was still engrossed like i said but i didn't remember a lot of how terrible it was uh culturally and sensitive yeah <laughs> you know so that that's a hard thing to judge like i don't know how to rate it
0: it's a product of its time. It
1: definitely is a product of its time. Like, I don't think it's something that you can show kids now. I don't think it's a great idea to show kids now. I mean, I feel like I I loved this movie so much as a kid, but I feel like as a responsible human adult, I could probably only give it, like, a four or a five. Aw. Just based on, like, how awful so many sequences were and how, like, stereotypical and insensitive and prejudiced they were. Well, not
0: even just that, though. It's like, there's so much, there's weird, creepy, like, like... The adults are, like, flirting with them, weirdly. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot... Like, the boys and the girls. Like, mm-hmm. they're all, like, getting, like, smooches from, like... And it's, like, it just made me feel weird. Yeah. But that being but said, But not, I'm like, still... good weird. No. <laughs> no. Like, only a little bit good weird. Okay.
1: No. <laughs> I mean, it's entertaining, yes. But, yeah. like, I don't feel... In good conscience, I can, like, give it a higher rating. What about you? No, I
0: mean, here, if, my, if I have kids and they wanted to watch this, I would say, sure, watch this. Yeah. But, like... And then
1: we'll sit down and talk about why these things are inaccurate.
0: Right. Like, people in South America don't say, like, oogie boogie boogie and throw spears at people. Like, this is this is very wrong. Uh, yeah. But just, this is a product of its time. But Enjoy!
1: So what would you rank it on a scale of 1 to 10? 6. Okay.
0: I mean, there's some cle- There's definitely clever moments. In oh, it. yeah.
1: Like, I think it's a pretty good script. Yeah. Like, a good idea. It has incredibly high reviews on, like, every platform we saw online.
0: Yeah, for a, a weird kids movie during a time where, like, large-scale animation projects were still kind of crappy, mm-hmm.
1: it
0: was... Like, it was a pretty good, like, you know... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But we still have a lot of questions about what the fuck the chipmunks are. We will never know. Go to our graves without ever knowing.
0: I do appreciate that the at least the newer ones, even though neither of us have seen it, like they, they at least make them look like chipmunks. Like I think they have like, the stripes down their back. Yeah, and, and like you
1: said, they're like the right size. Yeah. But you know what? I'm never going to watch those, so... Me neither. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Jason Lee. I'm not sorry. You tried your best. Did he? Yeah. It's a good question. Mm, I don't know about that.
0: All right. Well, I think we we unwrapped this package pretty well.
1: Don't talk about packages. What? <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, we've exhausted this topic. Yeah. Um. What else? Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. You should follow Caitlin on Twitter. Oh, I
0: barely tweet.
1: Okay. Um. Scratch that. You should follow us on Instagram. We have a new Instagram page. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us, peanut butter and jelly shoes. All one word. All one word. All right, good yeah. to know. Yeah, we post stuff up there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin doesn't have an Instagram, so you can't follow her there.
0: And but Tiffany is. Are you still the same as your Twitter?
1: No, it's at T S O L eight. That's number right.
0: eight. T isn't Tom. <laughs> S isn't Sam. Uh huh. O is an ostrich. Uh huh. L is in uh. Ligma.
1: Sure. And eight as in the number.
0: You didn't take the bait. Yes.
1: What bait was I supposed no, to No, it's like...
0: It's stupid. It's like the kids are doing it these days. Like, ligma And like, what's ligma? Like, Ligma nuts?
1: Oh, God. The kids are the worst. I know. Do you want to tell... Uh, I have an idea. For our closing statement, do you want to tell me that cool... Do you want to tell our listeners that cool <laughs> scuba joke you told me?
0: Okay, so there's a scene in the movie where the Chipettes are scuba diving in Bermuda. And they all... Hilariously fall backwards Well you're supposed to Fall backwards off the boat Into the water With their scuba tanks on Mm -hmm. And I'd look at Tiffany And go Hey Tiffany Do you know why (laughs) Scuba divers fall backwards Off the boat
1: And And I said No why
0: And I said Because if they fell forward They'd still be in the boat And I loved it I didn't invent that It was
1: a really good joke though
0: You were shockingly amused
1: I'm pretty easily amused, Aww. but that was also legitimately funny. No Thank one. you for sharing it, of with course, me and welcome. our listeners. Oh,
0: absolutely. Um,
1: yeah, so I know she doesn't tweet much, but if you want more quality content like that, you can find her at Devosaurus underscore Rex,
0: and you're at T Solia.
1: Yeah. Um, so, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I'm Tiffany. I'm Kaylin. Bye. Bye. <laughs>